common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Now we have Dr. Peter Mielos, and uh, there's... Uh, a lot of new revelations. So. Yeah, big stuff. Uh, one first is uh, this uh, this fungal. Uh, talk about this. This is something that's really serious, Peter. Okay, absolutely. It seems that there's a fungus among us, and uh, it was discovered in 2009 in Japan. And uh, it's interesting. Can we make then, a movie? Fungus among us. Well, yeah. <laughs> the blob. The blob. No, this is serious it's, stuff, folks. No, it's serious stuff. I'll tell you why. Because there were only 53 cases in the U.S. in 2019. And in 2022, there were 2,377 cases. And the problem is with this candida auris, it's called. When it gets into the bloodstream, one in three people who get it in their bloodstream die from it. Oh so that's God. why it's That's why it's serious. So, so, you know, the, so uh, give us a tip. TV. What do we stay away from, Peter? What, you know, so, don't go swimming in lakes. What, what, what is it? So what happens is that it usually ends up in the hospital. It causes serious infections. It lives on surfaces for several weeks. And uh, people who are immune compromised, people in hospitals, nursing homes, uh, and, and the equipment that can be on it. So it's really up to the places, especially hospitals, nursing homes, to keep their equipment super clean and follow the proper uh, cleaning protocols and also using UV light, UV sanitizers uh, to kill it. Also, if you're an immune compromised person, if someone is suspected to have a fungal infection and also in hospitals, I think that every hospital at the entrance should have one of those uh, sinks with a pedal where you press, you get soap, you wash your hands because a lot of infections are brought into patients from the outside I think doctors in between every patient have to make sure they clean off their uh, stethoscope and uh, wear a proper uh, mask if someone suspected uh, of having this thing. And the problem is these things are harder to treat because uh, the medicines used have a lot of side effects. Why? Because funguses, believe it or not, are genetically related to us. So it also kills some of the good cells, and that's why they're toxic to humans. The symptoms are fever, chills sweat, low blood pressure. And the other problem is we're developing resistant funguses. Guess why? Because when we spray uh, things like strawberries and fruit trees, we use antifungals. So we're basically creating some more resistant funguses out there. And that's one of the issues. So, Dr. Mikulos, you're talking about you picked this up in hospitals. Isn't it just just another one of the super bugs in a way that really have been a problem in hospitals for a long while and hospitals basically – don't talk yeah. about it as they should? Well, it's hospitals, nursing homes, and where people are sick, if you have cancer, for example, you're immune compromised, so you're more susceptible to these things. And the same thing, we're having a problem with TB. We have uh, thousands more cases a year now showing up of t- resistant TB that don't respond. But fortunately, we have great uh, scientists and institutions, like right here in New York City at Columbia University, the Infectious Disease Department is working on genetically sequencing and learning about how these things work on a DNA level and then learning how to attack them and how to create a new generation of drugs. The problem is because it's not that many people get infected, people, a drug company is not going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to they'll go after something that only affects, you know, 3,000 people a year. So that's why it's important that the uh, government has these orphan drug programs to help develop uh, new medicines to deal with these resistant organisms that are popping up and, uh, we're, you know, thank God we live in America and uh, our scientists are working on it and other countries that where we're not socialized medicine, where they're pouring money into some of these rare diseases. 
So is a super bug going to come out? I mean, <laughs> they're going to become more and more immune to whatever kind of treatments hospitals can do. Isn't there finally going to be a super bug that is really a threat to uh, to anyone who goes into a hospital? It's happening now. The problem is we're not pouring enough money to develop the next generation of antibiotics, and we should be doing it because only a certain number of people get infections a year. So people spend money on sleeping medicines and other types of uh, medicines, and they're interested in you know weight loss and things like that. But they, they can make money on a mass scale. So we need to uh, have an Operation Warp Speed to start working on developing the next generation for these resistant organisms, for funguses and for bacteria and for TB. Um, what about Ozempic, too, by the way? Uh, there was all these headlines this week about Ozempic, uh, the diabetes, people are using it for weight loss, but there's some huge problems with it. Well, anything that comes out new, it's like a new car. I never, I never purchase a car that just comes out. I wait about two years for them to get the kinks out of it, and I think with all medicines, and again, I'm not attacking Ozempic or any of those medicines, but I will say it's right out of the federal government and CDC has concern about thyroid tumors, vision changes, kidney failure, cancer. So there are issues. It's not without side effects. For example, you know, if people want to lose weight, they can talk to their doctor about good old fashioned metformin, which is made from uh, French lilacs and it's been around for 50 years and it works quite well. So there are uh, alternatives that cost five cents a pill and you know, just have to have a discussion with your doctor or a weight loss center and, you know, and go through the risk benefit ratio of any time you do anything new long term. But, pe- you know, but, but people should know effects. that there are side effects. I forget what the medicine I was on about 15 years ago uh, that was similar to this uh, to this and um, it caused me problems. Oh, wow. So you had well, some issues. Yeah. We have 78 organs in our body, and they're very sensitive to all these different medicines and chemicals. And the other thing nobody talks about is a drug gets approved, but it never talks about if you're taking three other medicines, how does the chemistry interact with all the other medicines you take? So sometimes it's the cocktail of medicines that we fully don't understand, and that's why studying drug interactions is also very important. And every time you go to the doctor, I advise our patients our listeners to bring a list of all the medicines that you're on and even the nutraceuticals because people forget to say, oh, I'm taking a lot of vitamin E, which would increase bleeding or ginkgo biloba, which would increase bleeding. So you have to always have a detailed list of the prescription and non-prescription medicines when you go on a doctor and discuss the potential side effects and treatments. And sometimes some of the older, cheaper medicines work just fine. Absolutely. I will. Peter Mihalos, uh, Dr. Mihalos, you always have the best stuff. Thank you so much. Thank we you. love having Thank you. Thank you for the update, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks for always getting the truth out on the Cats Roundtable. Thank you.